One night, one goal. Stop suicide. On June 3rd, Washington, D.C. will host the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention's Out of the Darkness Overnight Walk. For the last 20 years, people have described the overnight as one of the most powerful experiences of their lives. Now is the perfect time for you to join us as people from all over the country come together to send a message of love and hope. Walk over 16 miles from dusk till dawn to raise funds and awareness for suicide prevention. See the landmarks of Washington, D.C. by moonlight. Form lasting friendships. Experience healing and bring hope to those affected by suicide. Join us. Be a part of something extraordinary. June 3rd in Washington, D.C. Register today at theovernight.org or call 888-THE-OVERNIGHT. That's theovernight.org or 888-843-6837. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Big Thing Show. It's me, Christian Harloff. Nice to see you. Nice to have you back. A little later episode today, but you know why. The Last of Us had a big episode, really big episode, and I did a... Immediate reaction last night. I did a spoiler review this morning and left that up for a little bit. And then I said, all right, let's hold out for a little bit before we get into the rest of the stories and maybe some other things that are happening. And there are. There are a bunch of other things that are happening in the world of movie news. And the biggest thing is when are we getting this DC announcement? All things are pointing to tomorrow. It looks like we're going to have a big DC announcement by James Gunn. So I'm sure the majority of the coverage will be all of that tomorrow. The question of when it's going to drop, who knows? The information might be be out there. I don't know. I just see, I look and I check and it looks like everybody, it, James Gunn seems to be hinting towards it. And there might be some more. I don't know. But I know Avatar is like the number four most profitable movie of all time now. That's out there. Jay Leno keeps getting hurt. What the hell's he doing? Was he he's on a motorcycle now? It's like 79... Uh, thousand years old what the hell's he doing on on motorcycles he's burnt himself up poor guy just got to stop doing that stuff um and there's other things there's other things we'll talk about there's other stories out there in the world of movie news and other stuff that i get to i don't know how much time i'm gonna take on the other stuff too so there's a lot to talk about and i'm by my lonesome and i'm excited we're getting close man look at this we are close we are getting very very close hit that subscribe button if you're brand new to the channel Show a little class, will you? Just an ounce. If you've been here before, you've checked out the show, and you've never subscribed, just a little bit of class. That's all we're asking for over here. All right. So I want to get into this. I want to start talking. I want to do it. We're ready to do it. Then let's do it. It's the big thing. We're on Spotify, too, by the way. I don't know if you know that. On video. Hell, Yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Big Thing. We had a good weekend. January's been so slow, as far as what I do, pop culture side of things. The Last of Us has been a breath of fresh air. A lot to talk about with that show, what they're doing with it, where it's going. And then you got Ant-Man right around the corner, probably finally going to dethrone Avatar. That movie is a beast, man. Holy moly. I can't believe how well. I mean, I knew it was going to do well, but that well? I don't know. That's it's, it's insane how well that movie did. I mean, it really is. Um, 
All right, what else was I going to talk about here today? Oh, before we get into it, I got I I've, I've got to let you know about our good friends over at Carbon Health. I've been working with Carbon Health for a bit, and they have over 120 locations that handle urgent care, COVID, RSV, flu testing, vaccinations. But you need to look into how they're also expanding into primary care services that include connected health, which is the idea that our health isn't just about our bodies, but our mind as well. So Carbon Health's providers, they come connected with mental health specialists. Carbon Health will be expanding these primary care services further in 2023. And if you're in Massachusetts, you can access the connected care there. It's now expanded from California to Massachusetts. Carbon Health, it's an excellent urgent care and testing center, but don't sleep on their primary care services. I love working with Carbon Health. I've been working with Carbon Health for a little bit now. Yeah, man, it's been at least, I mean, well, if you look at a Schmodown, it's been at least so over a year. But I'm glad to be working with them. They're a great partner. We got a lot of exciting stuff going on, I tell you. Uh, people have been asking me about the, um, the like the the comedy bits that we do on the show and we had a, a fun one with Roxy the other day and I'm I'm gonna make a playlist of them. I'm, I'm slowly during the weekends I've been it's like slow on the weekend, so it's up I upload some of the funny clips and you guys have been giving some great suggestions. I'm gonna make a full playlist of all that. So don't worry. Now right now I think there are at least five or six. I know Black Knight's up there, Santa Claus, uh, Mrs. Garrett we just put up over the weekend uh rob zombie is up there those are a few that are up there for sure we're gonna put peg boys up there and there's other ones so you guys can can take a look and and browse around but there will be a playlist and i'll let you know once the playlist is up it'll probably be up sooner than later let's get to some of this news let's uh let's let's start with let's start with the dc thing man james gunn when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen seems like it's gonna happen pretty soon there was this big news that the DCU, the DC Universe, James Gunn is going to finally announce what the hell the plan is. And everyone's like, oh, it's going to happen in January. It's going to happen in January. He's going to do this big thing. And it's going to be the 10-year plan. And so the speculation began. When is it? You know, one, one day left, January 31st. My guess is that it's probably already happened and that there'll be some reports and whatnot and a big video from Warner Brothers and everything tomorrow. Meaning, how do you mean it's already happened? That they've they've told people about it already. And it's going to, and people, and then you're going to see, strangely enough, tomorrow when it happens, there's going to be all these big articles written, like the moment it comes out. Watch. We'll see. It's my guess. Um, but nonetheless, I think it's coming out tomorrow. Now, the question of when tomorrow is another question. So I just said question a couple of times. Because does it happen in the morning? Do they want to, you know, steal the cycle for the day? I think that's the best plan. I think you drop it at like 8, 9 in the morning, um, California time, hopefully. Selfish. Realistically, it'll probably drop at like 6 or 7 in the morning our time but if it did if it dropped to like you know let's say nine o'clock the whole day in this cycle in the news cycle that's what people are talking about all day you can drop whatever trailer you want against it but that's it's going to be hammered by this big if, I, if i'm any other studio i'm saying just stay out of the way if we're going to release anything let's just release it on on wednesday and i think they re, i think yes you, you have the cycle and you have people talking about it and you have 
you know, a lot of people going over it, finding out what it is. There's reports, and this kind of goes into the whole thing, and hence why I titled it this way. Dave Batista said he's not playing Bane. He says not going to happen. He said he talked to James Gunn, and and he thinks that he thinks he's going to reboot the whole thing. I guess they spoke together, but Batista told this is from the insider. He said he's talked to James Gunn about playing Bane, and it's not happening. He said that, Bane, that James Gunn's going to start from scratch. That's the first time we've ever gotten anything like that specifically. Dave Batista told Insider he's not going to be playing Bane. Actor said he spoke to James Gunn, who plans to start from scratch on the DC movies. And he said, I appreciate that because I don't want to play a character that I can't bring justice to it. Despite his efforts, Dave Batista has come to the realization he's not going to play DC Comics Bane. That was confirmed, he said, in conversations with Guardians of the Galaxy, James Gunn, who is now overseeing the DC Universe of Warner Brothers. I've had conversations with James about that, but I think the direction that he's leaning in completely rebooting that whole universe. He's starting from scratch and starting younger and fresher, and I think you need to do that, the actor told Insider over the weekend while pressed for his upcoming movie, Knock at the Cabin. I'm seeing that tomorrow, by the way. I think for the DC Universe to be revived, you need to start from scratch. And I think you need to start with younger actors. Batista, who's 54, continued. You need to start to plan for the next 15 years, and I don't think you can do that with me, and I understand that. And also, I have to say that I appreciate that because I don't want to play a character that I can't bring justice to. I don't think at this point in my career that I can bring justice to Bane anymore. I just don't know if I can handle that physical part, and I don't think I would have the longevity to play ahead for film. So I just don't know if I'd be that guy. I'll tell you what. I liked Dave Batista, and I still like Dave Batista. I like him even more after these comments. I mean, you talk about a guy who's just I mean, first of all, you know how tight him and Gunn are. And he's also like, he has said what a lot of people have said about certain actors that have been cast that are a little older. You say, how much longer? Like, that's what, I mean, look, he's 54, and I, th I said that I thought Krasinski was too old to play uh, Mr. Mr. Fantastic because of. That, that same reason, you want to have somebody who's going to be in this thing for at least 10 years. And Krasinski's could could end up being Batista's age. I think he's, by the time, you know, in that 10-year period, I think he's like 44 now, I think. Maybe, maybe a little younger, maybe a little older, but you get my point. I think, though, the biggest story out of this, though, is the soft confirmation that we're getting a reboot. I, I mean... The only reason that I was because there's a lot of actors that say, ah, they don't they don't really know. Batista and Gunn are pretty tight. And it looks like they had meetings and Gunn probably told them, hey man, I'm just gonna start this whole thing over. And it makes more sense now that maybe they're just going, Hey, you know, let's just wrap up what we gotta wrap up with these other movies. Do what we have to do, take a hit if we take the hit, and start from scratch. I think that's the right move after the conversations and the decisions that have already been made, I would have liked to seen Cavill return. I would have liked to seen another Henry Cavill man, of steel movie. I would have liked to seen him get another chance to play the character. I would have liked to seen a few other things happen inside of it to where they combined both the old and the new, and then transferred into the new, but that's not what happened. They decide once they decided Cavill was out to me, you got to get rid of everybody else because to Cavill I thought was the was the best. I thought he was the best out of all of them. So if you're gonna get rid of the best, you gotta get rid of everyone else. And I thought Gal Gadot was great too. But if you make this move where you're replacing everyone and starting from scratch, it makes the most sense. I'm not saying you have to swallow it. I'm not saying you're gonna go, you know, if you're a hardcore fan of like the 
Snyderverse and you're a hardcore fan of 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 that of those particular characters and you decide, listen, once one's not gonna be for me. That's your prerogative. I think that's fair. But I think it's the smartest move and it's the 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 least confusing move. You might not like it, but it's the easiest if you're a studio executive or you're a president of this thing who's trying to make it make it work. It's too confusing to have all of these other characters like Momoa might be Aquaman, he might not be. Uh, Affleck might come back as Batman, he might not. Gal Gadot is, but but you know someone else isn't. Ezra Miller is, but someone else isn't. Ezra Miller uh, because and that's the other thing. Ezra Miller, Ezra Miller stays, and everybody else is gone. That's going to cause a stink. Call it a day. Call it a day at this point. You have to. It's just too confusing. If you kept Cavill around, you could have kept both of them around. You could have kept both universes and either phased in, phased out, done like a, you know, another universe and done this thing with the Flash and opened up different worlds. And But that's not the direction that he's going in. So, and it seems from the confirmation of, from what Dave Bautista says, that's where they're going. But we should find out more tomorrow. But I think this close... To the announcement, I think I think you can say that it's getting. I think you can say I, I would before this. I would have put a reboot at like forty percent, maybe forty five percent. I put it at like eighty percent now. I put a reboot at like eighty percent after the comments by Batista. Had it been any other actor that goes in and just someone, well, you know, I had a meeting with James Gunn and first time I kind of met him and it was cool. I think he's going to reboot it though. Is what I think when it comes to Batista though, these are like, you know, these are buddies. So he probably told him straight up. This is what I'm doing, man. So it's not to say he's not going to have some kind of role at all in DC. He's probably just not going to play Bane. Especially if that classic comment, why wouldn't you want it back? What do you guys think? I'm very curious. You think this is a confirmation that we're getting a reboot? Or do you think, no, doesn't mean that. Just because they're friends doesn't mean and he might just be speculating. He might just be thinking the same thing we do. We don't know if we're getting a reboot yet. I'm very curious to hear your comments and tell me what you think. Um, now, we're going to get into another story right now. But I don't know if you people have been telling me. Post a picture the other day and they said, hey, man, looks like Athletic Greens is working for you. You guys know how much I love Athletic Greens. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every day. You guys know it. I've been talking about it forever. And there's a reason why they're on the shelf. I mean, they're on the shelf, for goodness sake. And why did I start taking it? I wanted better gut health. I wanted increased energy, immune system support. I hated taking pills, vitamins, and I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. And that's what I do. You guys know it. I have that. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw it when I first started taking it. I was like, it's green. It's yummy. Tastes good. You get intimidated at first, but then after you take that sip, you're like, oh, man, they actually made it taste good. And I take AG1 in the morning. I put it in a, uh, a, a water bottle, and I shake it up. And I love it. And I do it right before. Now I can do it right before the, the coffee. It's great. It makes me feel unstoppable. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to do it. It's good for sleep quality too, by the way. It really helps with sleep quality. I, I noticed that right away. And I don't like combining all vitamins. And I've never been really a big vitamin guy. Taking all the supplements and different bunch of different things. This makes it easy for you. You just take it in one scoop. Done. 
It's 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods. It's it's so good. It's so good and it's so great. And you guys know for how long I've been talking about it. And I've gotten so many responses from you guys of people who've been trying AG1 and been loving it. And you get it delivered every month. Very easy to make it a daily habit. So if you are looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. You go to athleticgreens.com slash big thing. That is athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Check it out today. Once again, thank you to AG1 over Athletic Greens. And I love getting the comments. I love getting the comments of seeing all the people who've been trying it lately, who've been using the code, who've been feeling that boost of energy. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for doing it. And I appreciate and I'm I'm again I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. A lot of people have been using it lately and, and I'm pumped for you. All right, let's get to some other other things here. The only one I have to get to is uh is Avatar 2, man. After surpassing Avengers Infinity War early this week, James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of Water, has now surpassed Star Wars The Force Awakens to take the number four position on the all-time worldwide box office chart. Through Friday, the sequel has now pulled in $2.748 billion, overtaking the J.J. Abrams-directed sequel trilogy launcher $2.71 billion. That means that Cameron now has three of the top four ever globally alongside Avatar at number one, Titanic at three, and Endgame is number two. The milestone also means Disney has released three of the five global titles ever. Four, if you include the Fox-released first Avatar. Nah, you can't do that yet, even though they get the money for it. They, they, they didn't have it when they released it. At the rate it's going, Avatar The Way of the Water will top Titanic within the next two weeks. However, a domestic re-release of Titanic could add to that film's total and see two going up against each other. The film is expected to rise, Avatar that is, The Way of Water is expected to rise $620 million this weekend, coming in at 11th place all-time, passing The Last Jedi, which was $620 million worldwide. I mean, uh, domestic. This is nuts. It really is. Like I said, I love this movie. I've seen this movie twice in the theater. I'm going to watch it again. Um, I don't know about in the theater, but I'll have to watch it again. I can't wait for the new one. And I thought it would make about one point, I think four to one point six billion was my prediction when we were talking about it on all the various shows that we do here on the channel. I was dead wrong by a lot. Um, now, I, now there are other people who thought it was going to make like three billion. No chance. Too hard to do. But holy shit, man! This movie as a juggernaut. Wow. Beating the Force Awakens, no, nobody would have predicted that. Nobody would have predicted that it was going to beat the Force Awakens and become the number four movie of all time. Not, I mean, maybe there were some, but I didn't hear him. What an absolute accomplishment by James Cameron. Three out of the four top movies are all that, dude. Holy crap. I mean, that's insane. That is insane. I mean, that movie is, I mean, you already look at, if it's it's made a, a a big profit already, and coupling it with the fact that they shot the majority of three, you know that just shows you how much money that movie has made. Wow, it's it's. Did you guys have you seen it yet? Go ahead and comment. And let me know if you have and what you thought. And even if you thought, I mean, I think that the reason why I think it did so well. I mean, I I think it's a great movie. I mean, it was my number two of the year. 
I have heard people that don't think it's a great movie. Some people who just think it's fine. I think it's just like a visual spectacle, right? This part of the question is directly towards people who just thought either it was eh or it sucked. Right? That's This is my, my question for you if you're watching this right now. You Don't you still think, though, it is a theatrical necessity if you're going to watch it at all and your eyes need to see it, even if you don't love the story, to be able to watch something like that in the theater, that's why the movie made money. Because if you if you invested in the story, you're locked in. You're good to go. If you didn't invest in the story, it's like going on an adventure theme ride for three hours. It's not similar to, to other theatrical experiences. It's just not. And that's why it made the money that it's made. I, I happen to love the, the story and the character work and, and everything inside of it. Um, but, but I think that that's, that's why it's done well because it's, it's able to, to do both. And it, to be able, it, I think it captures everybody's imagination. And the other thing I said, it, it's also not a superhero movie. It's also outside of the Marvel, DC, Star Wars thing. It's something else. And I think people want something else in addition to that stuff as well. It doesn't mean like, ah, all that stuff needs to go. No, it just means we need other things. And talk about other things. Holy crap, are we getting into March? This is going over again. March is like insane, man. It's insane. March is going to be, I mean, already I'm trying to, all the movies that I remember seeing, I mean, not, so for this channel, so you guys know, the week of March 1st, I think um, what I was going to do is, because Katie Sackhoff's coming in, probably supposed to come in on Wednesday, but I don't think I'm going to release the episode until the week of The Mandalorian. It makes more sense. And I'm going to put that out that week. So you'll have that Katie Sackhoff interview from me, unless for some reason she she asked me to, to put it out earlier because she, she's promoting something else, then of course I will. But I, I think most likely it'll be that week up. Um, and then you got The Mandalorian on the 1st of March. Then you got Creed 3. Then you got Scream 6. Then you got Dungeons and Dragons or something at the end of it. Uh, John Wick. There's so much coming out. I know I'm missing something also, but there's like five or six big movies coming out in March. It's, it's, it's nuts. I don't remember a March ever being like this. All right, so you got tons of shit coming out in uh, in March. So the next one that I got to get into, and before we do, though, I got to tell you this. I have been very excited and told you about it. We're working with BetterHelp again, and I'm so glad to be working with BetterHelp. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash big thing and get on your way to being your best self. I'm so excited that BetterHelp is back. You guys know when we were with SEN, we're doing SEN Live, BetterHelp was with us, and we really, really were such major fans and and so pumped to know that they are coming back to be with Big Thing. If you're at your best, you can do great things. And sometimes life gets you bogged down, and you can feel overwhelmed like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. I can tell you right now. That this was the case for me. I've talked about this not too long, about a year ago. I was in that headspace. I was there, and I remember from, I'll be honest, better help. And it helped me tremendously. I've talked about it. And um, 
yeah, just you, you get into that rut. Working with a therapist, it can help you get closer to the best version of you. Because when you feel empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything that life throws at you. Help me. Be able to talk to somebody, and, and I've mentioned this in the past. I've gone, I've been in places when I've decided not to talk to people. And I got myself in trouble from doing it. Because I didn't talk to anybody. I let things bottle up inside. Don't do it. Because I'm telling you, when you talk to somebody, it helps. It really, really does help. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, it's flexible, it's affordable, and it's entirely online. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and then switch therapist anytime, no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash big thing today and you get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash big thing. So thanks again to our friends over at BetterHelp. Once again, very excited that they're sponsoring this episode. And use that code, man. It can be very, very helpful to you. And please let me know. You don't have to tell me your full experience of, of what was said and all that. Just let me know if you decided to go and, and experience BetterHelp. And I hope that you do because I think there's a lot of times that I see some comments. I know that we give you laughs and, and we can bring a smile and joy to you. And I love when we do that. I love getting those comments. But sometimes you need a little more. And hopefully um, BetterHelp can be that for you guys. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. And we shall move on. So I would like to say before we get into any of, this, any of the other stories, there's a couple of, you know, sadness and I don't like the sadness but I have to say Wednesday was a big um show big show with Jenna Ortega and it came out uh and and just destroyed people love the Adams family right well one of the main reasons people love the Adams family is because the original show and the original Wednesday Adams unfortunately has passed away Lisa Loring, the actress who played Wednesday Adams in the original 1960s sitcom, has died at the age of 64. Young. She died Saturday night at Providence St. Joseph Medical Center in Burbank of complications from a stroke caused by smoking and high blood pressure. Man, that's terrible. It's really sad. She reportedly went peacefully with both her daughters holding her hands. Oh, man. Tear up, man. Loring took on the role of the morbid young Wednesday in the series at just six years old in 1964. She played the character for only two years, but became world famous for the role and set a template that later inspired the likes of Christina Ricci for the films and more recently Jenna Ortega in the Wednesday series. Oh man, John Aston remains the last surviving member of the original cast. All right, before I go ahead and, and I want to give my thoughts on both. We also lost TV actress Annie Wershing. She passed away from cancer on Sunday morning in Los Angeles, three years after being diagnosed. The Missouri-born actress is a very familiar face to genre TV audiences. She was in 24. She appeared sporadically as the corner-cutting cup Julia Brasher in Bosch and Carolina's mother in Marvel's Runaways. She's also known for playing Joel's smuggling partner Tess in The Last of Us video game, and her final role was in last season's Star Trek Picard, where she played the iconic villain, the Borg Queen. Oh, man. This is, I mean, this is the stupid part of life, right? So, to both, um, uh, 
both Annie um, and I mean, losing losing both of these actresses, both so losing both Annie and Lisa at young ages, man, young ages. It's horrible, and I my my sometimes you get these stories that in the case of like Betty White who lived a very long life and it's you know, everybody was sad when 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 Betty White died but she was like 99 years old so you're like okay she lived a long life it's sad but she lived a long life and these women were young really young and um I hate that I hate that I'm and it's it's Anytime you hear about these stories, especially in our field, you want it's not necessarily you can you can go over it, uh, the impact that they both had, and you look at what's going on with Last of Us right now, and and the impact that Tess had that type of character and that character in general, and um and what she did the role, and and obviously Lisa for what she did with with the Adams family and setting the stage. I just always feel like I I I. I know that I don't know. I, I, I just you go through all these different emotions, but you wonder if sometimes the family looks and they go, "But they were so much more than those characters." But that's how we know them too. So I, I don't even know what to say when it comes to these things because you just my my heart breaks for their families every time you hear the story and the, and that the story that the two daughters holding their hands. It's like oh gosh, um, yeah, man. So my 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 heart, my 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 thoughts go out to their family. So. Anyway, no easy transition. We always talk about it, but I do want to get into The Last of Us, man. And I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys. I will not spoil anything. I'm just going to tell you that this episode in general, and this, I'll just say that this this doesn't... People go, that's a spoiler. Not really. Not really. You, you got to watch the episode. It's not a spoiler. And... This episode was powerful as hail. It really was. It really was a powerful episode. I loved it. It, it. It's a little, I think it's a little divisive. I think for the most part what I've seen is that people really enjoy it. I think it, it's the one that deviates the most from the game. I can say this, I have not gotten. So you guys know out there, anyone listening or anyone watching, I have been playing the game after... The episode airs. So what I mean is like after episode one, I played up until the point of the events of episode one. And then the same thing for episode two. Now, from what everybody tells me in episode three, it deviates so much that I can play for a while now before it catches up to anything that's about to happen. So, um, and I usually, I gave myself about a week in between to do it. And I was proud of myself last week because I was able to, um, I was able to, to catch up quicker than I thought I would. Uh, what else did I, you know, oh, you know what I watched the other day, and Roxy would be proud. I think that I might, by the time we get to Thursday's episode, I think the answer would be no. But I started watching the show Shrinking with Jason Siegel and uh, Harrison Ford. First episode was pretty good. I enjoyed it on Apple. And I wonder if she's watched that or going to watch that. So we'll talk. We'll talk. If not, I'll add it to the list. Um, I've been watching 1893. 1883? 1883. 1883. Um, I might like 18... I like 1923 a lot, but I might like 1883 more, and I never thought I would say that. I was. I only watched that because I was like, ah, I like 1923 so much, I'll learn a little bit about the history of the Duttons. This is probably between the two of those series. I'm probably going to wind up watching Yellowstone now. 
Um, but back to The Last of Us. The Last of Us is just doing next level stuff. The storytelling in this last episode, and this is also something else that I want to bring up here. As I mentioned, The Mandalorian on its way. I really hope, and I I know this isn't a. If I was to guess, I can't imagine this is a Filoni Favreau decision as much as it seems like it's a Disney decision because it looks like a lot of these Marvel shows are the same. This stupid 30, 40 minute thing that they do with their shows, it it really disrupts the, it's it kind of, it's almost like I'm, it defeats the purpose of, of the television show in general. I mean, you have enough, you still have enough time to, to build the character stuff out, but like you look, look at Last of Us and look at what Stranger Things did, these longer episodes. Yeah, it's going to cost you a little bit more money. You're Disney, you can handle it. Oh, but we're we're hemorrhaging on Disney Plus. Then don't they make less shows? It's this 35, 40 minute nonsense. I, Andor was like close to like fifty minutes. Andor Andor was the closest, and I think that's one of the reasons why it was one of the most detailed. Stop with this thirty five minute, forty minute bullshit. Stop. Get it to an hour. Get it to an hour and fifteen minutes. You know, let the dialogue play a little bit more. I think if Obi-Wan would have been like an hour and 10 minutes each each episode, they would have been significantly better episodes because you would have had more scenes like that scene when he's sitting. I bring it up all the time, I know. When he's sitting on that, uh, whatever it is, the go-kart stuff, and he's talking to um, Leia about, about his brother. And he's like, whoa, where are more of these conversations? And The Last of Us, I was so shocked. I'm not going to spoil anything. I was so shocked with how much they were able to fit in to this one episode and tell you so much. I disagree entirely with people. I saw a few people thinking that this was a filler episode. And I saw some guy going, oh, you, you, you call people crazy if they think, uh, if they think it's filler. And I'm like, I talked to my friends the same way if I was talking to Brett. I'm like, you think that's filler? You're crazy. And you take that offensively, then dude, you're watching the wrong channel, man. Same thing that people are like, they don't get the jokes. And I get it. Some certain channels are, are for you and certain are, are not. But, like, yeah, I think you're nuts if you thought that was filler. Are you allowed to feel that way? Of course you are. But I think you're nuts. Um, yeah, I loved it. I really did. I love what they were doing in that series. Uh, last night's episode was, was incredible. TV right now, firing all cylinders. Um, and, though, last but not least... It'll be a little bit of a shorter episode this today. Yeah, it'll be such a busy week, I'm sure. I'm sure this this week will be busy, right? I think we're gonna have the James Gunn stuff tomorrow, maybe. We got a knock in the cabin, immediate reaction, and then a review the following day. You got to sit the council. Um we got our episode with Roxy and Brett. We're, I might, by the way, I might, depending on if we get the James Gunn announcement tomorrow, which we very well might. I might switch the Wednesday and Thursday episode of Big Thing. I might have Roxy and Brett on Wednesday, and I might have um, Mike and Steph for Star Wars stuff on on Thursday. I don't know I'm doing this, but that's why. And then Friday, obviously, Winston and Coy will be back. And then, yeah, man, then we're off to the races. I've seen Ant-Man, I think, on a week from today. So we're we're getting ready. We're getting ready. Uh last thing I wanted to bring up was this like I I had an I never was like a massive like Jay Leno fan. You know, I was always more of a Letterman guy. But I've had an opportunity to to meet Jay a, a handful of times and the last time was at Flappers and he's a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy and he was a he was a 
very, very, he was one of the biggest comedians of all time. And then obviously he got the Tonight Show and all that too. I'm worried about this guy. His luck is not doing good right now. Last month he blew himself up and then, then he crashed in a, a motorcycle the other day. It's like, if I was like, like my dad riding around and on a motorcycle and is it just, it's over. Stop riding around on motorcycles. Cut it out. So why you tell him to do that? Because he's blowing himself up and crashing on motorcycles. That's why. Same thing, Harrison Ford stopped flying planes and this guy should stop, stop blowing himself up and crashing into trees, whatever he's crashing into. He says he's fine. I'm fine. But I, you know, I just don't, I don't get it. I mean, I do get it. I should say that. He's, he, it's his passion. You don't want to give it up. Give it up. I don't know. Um, that's all I got for you today. Shorter episode, but a good episode. I don't know. I don't know if that's if, if that's true. You might think it's a shit episode. I thought it was a fun episode. But, you know, on Spotify, by the way, we're, we're uploading video now to Spotify. So if you had an excuse to, if you, if you needed an excuse to follow us on Spotify, there you go. Help us out. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, those are, those are the helps. Patreon.com slash The Big Thing Show. Thank you to our friends over at Carbon Health, Athletic Greens, and of course, BetterHelp. Thank you guys so much. And I appreciate it. And leave those comments, by the way. And as I told you once before, subscribe to the channel. We're getting close to 65, man. Just need you guys. Just hit that button. All right. Back tomorrow. James Gunn. What do you got for us? For the big thing, it's me. You're you. See you on the flip side. Peace. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.